0: Hello there, my name is Soda Kite and welcome to Slash Me. Slash Me is a podcast created by me, Soda Kite, for you, the listener. This is the part where podcasters typically talk about their sponsors. I have no sponsors, but I do have hydration. I like to fill up water bottles and drink out of them. Nice. You should too. Drink water. Uh. (laughs) Uh. When I'm on stream, it's very sensory overload. There's always something happening, and it's hard to have a cozy one-on-one conversation, and this seemed like the perfect place to do that. Also, I would like to apologize ahead of time, because over the course of this podcast, my voice slowly gets more hoarse. Bear with me. (laughs) For the first episode, I thought that it would be appropriate to tell my backstory, who I am, because believe it or not, I have not always been Soda Kite. My name is not Soda. My name is not even Sodie. My name is Chelsea. I originally grew up in a small town in Arkansas. It had less than 2,000 people, and it was very, very southern, very southern. It would be 8 a.m., and boys would roll up to school in their gigantic trucks, boats still attached to the trucks, and they came in wearing coveralls because they had been duck hunting the morning before school. Looking back now, it's all pretty surreal, and I always kind of felt that I didn't fit in very well here. And this need to escape led me to websites like YouTube, and I finally ended up getting my first camera and I would make my little brother and my cousin Tasia all act out these skits that I had written and believe me they were so embarrassing they were so bad but this addiction started there it kind of ignited the flame and suddenly it was all that I could think about and so I kept popping out video after video but my channel wasn't really going anywhere and then I discovered the achievement hunters rooster teeth And I fell in love with the Achievement Hunters videos. I thought that they were amazing and so much fun. And this kind of got me into gaming videos. And I tried a couple of times to make my own gaming YouTube videos, but something felt very off. It just didn't feel right, like something was missing. And it wasn't long after that that I saw on Twitter someone tweet about Twitch. That's when I discovered the website, and I thought that it was the coolest thing in the world. Being able to play games and have a chat to interact with, it felt more natural. And so I decided to create a Twitch account, but uh, first I needed a name. And I was stuck on this idea that for my Twitch name, I wanted to put two cute words together, two words that I really liked. I tried all kinds of things. I tried Pebble Bucket. I was almost Pebble Bucket. And I remember when I was laying on my bed, I just sat straight up and I said Soda Kite. That's it. I just knew and I was so excited. And I created my Twitch account and (laughs) after a couple of streams, I realized that there is another popular streamer with the name Soda. And I got a lot of flack for it, but I was just so happy with my name that I couldn't even imagine changing it. My stream setup at the time was pretty mediocre. It was this really old laptop that I was using. Mediocre Monthly is a box of mediocre things shipped right to your door every month. Broken pencils, leaves, items that you have no idea what to do with. Subscribe now and you can get 50% off your first box. Use code slash me at MediocreMonthly.com. You won't regret it. Or maybe you will. Mediocre Monthly. I started out on Twitch playing Minecraft because that was the game that me and my little brother would play all the time. We had rooms that were across the hall from each other and we would both be on our Xboxes with the door open just yelling at each other back and forth because I don't think I had a headset. But my favorite memory would be one time my brother was gone. And I built him this entire really cool house right on the water. But inside of it, I put this wall with a button. And if you press this button, it would blow up the entire house. It was so cruel. But at the time, I thought that I was hilarious. So my brother gets home. He goes to his house. And he's just like, wow, this is so cool. And the guilt starts kicking in. But, you know, I've I've worked. I watched so many YouTube videos trying to figure out how to get this explosive button to work. And so... (laughs) I had to commit. So we go downstairs to where the button is and I'm like, Hey, if you press this button, a flower will come out. Try it. Press it. He presses it. The entire house explodes. I have never seen such betrayal in my life. To this day, I know that he remembers it and I believe he holds it against me. (laughs) I felt so bad that I reset the save to where the explosion didn't happen and I got rid of the TNT. (laughs) But after that, it was just not the same. His trust was gone. So, when I started watching Twitch, I discovered this game called Daisy, Daisy Standalone. And I thought to myself, this is so cool. A zombie apocalypse, you have to survive. This is the neatest thing in the world. So, then the Daisy Standalone addiction began. <sighs> I made so many friends. I put over a thousand hours into that game. I would do multiple 24 hour streams a week, and I would just play Daisy Standalone. I was so addicted. Do you ever feel like you're being watched? That an evil entity is plotting your demise? If you own a cat, it's a possibility. So watch your back, listeners. Your cat is definitely out to get you. So time goes on, and I get an offer from a friend to come live with them in Canada. Before this point, I had never even been outside of the country. I was very cautious. I just did not take risks. That was not who I was. But it was because of that reason that I knew that this was something that I needed to do. So I packed up all my things and I went to Canada. And it was such an incredible experience. But anyway, eventually I left. (laughs) Uh, I ended up coming home after I had been in Canada long enough. And I was back to bad internet and not being able to stream. Luckily, I had a friend in my hometown who had this office building that they let me use. It was the only, one of the only office buildings that had decent internet. I could only use the office at night, so every single night at about, I want to say, like 6 p.m. into 12 a.m., I would stream. I would drive over to this office building and I would stream every single day. And during this time, I actually found, I actually discovered ARMA3RP. And at 3RP was just a different animal entirely. It was chaotic, but in the most fun way. But this server was also where I created the character Ellie Dono, And I ended up moving to Fort Worth. It was one of the only apartments that would take me almost immediately. Because at that time, I could no longer use the office building. And I needed to go. I needed to get out now and find a place with internet so I could stream. So I packed up all my stuff and I moved to Fort Worth. Where I had, um, issues to say the least, because there was this company called Frontier Communications and they were going through some crazy internal drama at the time every single day and it ended up taking three months. But uh, finally the internet got installed and around that time I discovered GTA RP and I became part of the server. Um, I didn't play GTA RP for very long this time around because, uh, you know, I really didn't feel like I had a place where I belonged. So I took a little break from RP, I got addicted to Apex Legends, which was great. Uh, I did some IRL streams, so many really good IRL streams that I still look back on fondly. And I took some improv classes. Improv really helped me a lot in RP. And since then I've had so many incredible arcs. So much that has happened between the crackhead arc, the Buddha arc, lots of gang wars. It's been a wild ride all the way to 3.0 today. Once upon a time, in a land far away, there lived a very cool protagonist, who lived a happy life. But then, the antagonist comes along. What a jerk. 9 out of 10 doctors agree that antagonists deserve to lose. If you or your loved ones think that you may be an antagonist, please contact your doctor today. I had to move out of my apartment in Fort Worth because I got uh, some noise complaints, which is, I guess, expected. And I've always wanted to move to Austin, so I finally made the jump. But uh, when I moved in, it was awful. I was running on no sleep. My mom was sick. We moved the apartment within one day. I mean, packed everything and got there within a day. My muscles were sore. And that night, when I went to sleep, I had my first night terror, where I was actually standing up, sleepwalking, having a night terror. And my cousin Tasia was there, and (laughs) and I freaked her out. Uh, and then lockdown started immediately the next day after I had moved in. So I've been in Austin for about a year and a half and I've really seen nothing. Uh, I did visit home during this time and I ended up getting my puppy Zoe, who's asleep beside me right now. And man, without her, this would all be just so much harder. I'm very lucky. She's the best and she knows that I'm talking about her and wants me to pet her now. <laughs> You know, perhaps it's lockdown, or perhaps this was just inevitable. I hear that once you reach six years doing a career, you finally figure out if this is something that you want to do for the rest of your life or not. I recently had seven years, and I've realized that I still love Twitch streaming, I really do, but I'm not sure that I see myself doing this ten years from now. So one time I took a week off of Twitch, and during that week I wrote a book. It was the first thing that I thought about every day when I woke up. The last thing I thought about every day when I went to sleep. And I just put all my my time, my effort, and my love into this book. And when I completed it, I realized that this is something that I could do. Like, really, really do. I could self-publish this. I could work on more books. So I chose to go uh, part-time as a streamer. Uh, right now, I've been pulling a lot of hours, but it's mainly because I've just been really enjoying RP but it will not be rare for me to take like days off at a time and to just zone into writing. I've had a lot of people ask me about the book and how that's going. Uh, the first book is done, but I'm kind of torn between completing the edits and rewrites for the first book and then just putting it out there and maybe winging the second and maybe even third book. Or if I should plot everything out very carefully, And then rewrite the first book to help fit the second and third. And then release them in a series over a course of a couple months. Or a few months. And I've been really struggling with wanting this release to be perfect. And then wanting the following books to also be perfect. What if you fail? What if all of this is for nothing? What if you overestimated yourself? And now you've set yourself up for failure. Would it have been worth it? We've asked local fortune tellers, and they've all said, probably. Please support your local fortune tellers and stop asking so many questions. And that leads us to present day, where I am now. Woo! I did not expect, after going part-time with streaming, to still be pulling the amount of hours that we have been pulling. But I guess it just goes to show that I have been very lucky. To have twitch as a career for this long and to have followers who would support me all the way to this point seven years seven years so thank you all so much i have been so lucky to have such a cool life and it all makes me really excited for the future but um thank you so much for following my streaming journey and for listening to my podcast this is the end of the first episode uh next week Perhaps I'm going to be talking to you about the history of Elidano, where the character started, and how she's evolved. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time on Slash Me.